Thank you for listening to the Simply Inspired Podcast. My name is Marcy Vyland, and I am so happy to have you here with me. Thanks to a health diagnosis, I have learned life is meant to be lived out to the fullest. I know this podcast will fill your heart with joy, laughter, and fun. With life lessons from me and from many others, plus so much more in store for you, I hope this podcast is exactly what the name says, to be simply inspired. Hi, friends. Thank you for listening to the Simply Inspired podcast. Have you ever met someone that you can just tell right away that you know that you're going to absolutely love them and that they almost have this presence about them that you know that they are a believer in their faith and believer in God and just good valued people? Well, my first guest today is Kelly Brown. She is from Arkansas, so wait till you hear her adorable accent. We met Kelly and her husband and her two kids in Navarre, Florida last summer and instantly kicked it off great with this family. Like they are just adorable and our kids are the same age and you can just tell that they have the good family values and strength and faith that, you know, we hope to share, we hope to portray. And I kind of gravitate toward those kind of people. And I always seem to gravitate towards um, people who are like really sick and I get stuck talking to them forever. But I don't know. I think it's like God's way of telling me to help them. I don't know. Always happens when we're out somewhere, especially in Florida. I get, and then I'm like crying and trying to help and, you know, the whole thing. But the Brown family is just a delight. And I know what Kelly is going to say to these five questions that I asked her that you guys are going to be inspired and learn something from her too, because she is just a wonderful, wonderful person and absolutely adorable. So I can't wait for you to hear what she has to say. So the first question I asked her was, what are the things you do to strengthen your faith? And here's what she said. Some things that I do, um, I, well, we attend church regularly, um, but I mean, I don't think that that is um, always, you know, something that you just have to do. I do think going to church and surrounding yourself with fellow believers and um, singing the worship songs and hearing, you know, God's word and being able to kind of reflect on what your pastor says. um, I think those are all definitely great things, but I think um, getting in the word daily, um, having a quiet time with the Lord, even if it's just, you know, five or 10 minutes in the morning before your day starts or in the evenings before you go to sleep, um, just um, finding some time to just be still and be quiet and read, um, read the Lord's word and just meditate on it and kind of just listen for what he's telling you. Um, I know everybody is so busy. Um, I find myself even, you know, I'll go a night or two and will have fallen asleep or, you know, just been in a rush and didn't get my few minutes in of quiet time. And I can definitely tell it makes a huge difference in my day. So I think getting in the word, um, studying the Bible, attending church. Um, I also think being a part of a small group, um, a group of people who 
um, pray for you. They link arms with you when you're going through um, difficult times. They speak truth over you. Um, I might have already said this, but they pray for you. Um, we have a few couples from our church that we meet twice a, a month on Wednesday nights and just kind of go over the message that we had at church the previous Sunday. And um, I know one of the couples that kind of leads our group, they're, they're some of our really good friends, but they're also mentors um, to my husband and I, to Matt and I. So um, I think definitely having a group of people who pour into you, um, who maybe um, tell you things that you don't always want to hear, um, things that, you know, lead you back on the right path. So I definitely think those are some things um, that I think strengthen my faith. Um, the, second the second question I asked Kelly was, what advice would you give someone who wants to get to know God? And here's what she had to say. Um, I've been very fortunate my whole life. I was raised by Christian parents. I had Christian grandparents. So it's always really just been instilled in me my whole life. But I know not everyone is that fortunate. Um, we're living in some really sad times. And um, I'm a school nurse full-time, so I see a lot of sad things um, just in the public school system of just, you know, um, students or kids who have not had a fortunate home life. So um, I know that I'm very blessed, but I think someone who who really wants to get to know God and maybe just didn't have that kind of upbringing or background, um, I think reading the Bible, um, maybe researching like a Bible study um, on a beginner's faith or um, how to learn the Bible, how to study the Bible, anything like that. Um, I always try to invite people to church. They don't always come, but I like for people to know that the door is open. Um, hey, come to church Sunday. I'll save you a seat. You can sit with us. Um, it won't be awkward. Like, you know, we will save you seats. We will grab you a donut. We'll grab you some coffee. Just come sit, listen, worship. Um, so I think that is probably the advice I would give someone. Um, if, if they're not comfortable just yet trying to go to church, um, I would say just to try to find, um, there's so many different resources out there as far as Bible studies and how to study the Bible, how to learn the Bible. I mean, I've, like I said, been raised in a Christian home my whole life, and I still um, struggle with how to how to exactly study the Bible and how to exactly read the Bible. I will say that the book of Psalms is a great place to start. Um, it has a lot of chapters, so um, I'll, I will go back to Psalms and just start reading a couple of chapters a night. Um, it's got some really well-known Bible verses in the book of Psalms. So, um, that, and just reaching out to people that, you know, um, maybe study the word on the daily or attend church or, you know, ask people their testimony, like, how did you get started in the Bible or in church? Or how did you, um, get to know God? What are some steps, um, that you think would be good for me, um, 
to get to know more about God. So, um, okay, number three. Isn't she just amazing? I've learned so much and we're only on question three. <laughs> so third question I asked her was, have you had any God moments that made an impact on you? Listen to this one. I have definitely had God moments throughout my life that have made an impact on me. And I will say that when I have gone through certain circumstances that I don't always see God's hand in the situation, even though I know he's in it, but when the circumstances are over or I look back at that situation, I'm like, wow, that was really God working that out for me. Um, it may have been a situation where I thought the outcome should be this, but the outcome was not that. It was something totally different. And it was ultimately what God wanted the outcome to be and not what I wanted the outcome to be. Um, God always is always working for the good um, for us. And he sees things that we don't see and he understands things that we don't. And it's really, really hard to trust God's timing. It's hard to be patient in the in-between. Um, but if we can just hold out and trust God, then his promises and his ending to our story or our situation is always way better than what we think the ending should be. Um, my dad had a major surgery the beginning of January. He had a broken um, C1 and C2 vertebrae in his neck. And um, he um, did not do too well after the first surgery and they had to go back in and do a second surgery. And he was even worse off after the second surgery. He could not walk. He could not lift his arms to brush his teeth. He could not um, sip out of a straw. I mean, it, it was, there were some major deficits. And so it was watching him go from working 10 hour days and just being up and going to basically wheelchair bound, not being able to care for himself. And so he finally had a third surgery um, in February and he's doing better now. Um, he still has a long ways to go, but in between all of that, it was just like the devil was really attacking our family. I mean, it was like, you know, all that was going on. And then it was like $1,500 towards repairs for a truck, for my husband's truck. And then it was, you know, um, I think something else happened that was like another thousand dollars. And then we had to put our 12 year old golden retriever down. He got sick. And so that was very heartbreaking, gut wrenching. One of the hardest things I've gone through. Um, I woke up one morning, had a flat tire. Um, our floors at Christmas time got ruined because the temperatures were got so cold that it busted a pipe, ruined our floors in our house. So just, like a whole lot of stuff going on over the last few months. And I just remember reading Psalm 13. And um, if you're going through a hard phase in life and you feel like you're praying and God's, you just think God is not listening to you, you know, 
Um, I really encourage you to open your Bible and read Psalm 13. It's only a few verses. It's very short. Um, but it's basically, it, it basically sums up how I was feeling these last few months. Like, Lord, you know, I'm praying, I'm crying, I'm worshiping in my car, I'm singing at the top of my lungs, worship songs like, you know, where, where are you, God? Like, I'm not feeling you. I felt neglected, honestly. And I remember my husband changing my flat tire one day in the pouring down rain, and um, he could not find my spare tire to put the spare on to drive it to the dealership. And I mean, it's pouring down rain. And um, so he finally finds the spare tire, which was located in my trunk. I have a, I have a GMC Acadia. So it was in a locked compartment in my trunk. And when he popped that open to grab the spare down beside it was this tiny little turquoise cross and I remember look, we looked at each other and we were like, how in the world did that cross get down here in that locked compartment? And it was a God thing. I mean, it was literally God saying, hey, I know that y'all have had a whole lot going on these last few months. And I just, I want to send you a little reminder. I call them God moments that I, I'm listening and I'm I'm walking right beside you. I've linked arms with you and I hear your cries and I hear your prayers and I hear your worship. And so for me, that was just kind of like an aha moment. Like, okay, God, you know, I had to laugh because I was like, this is him literally being like, told you, I've got your back. So if you're going through something right now and you really feel like, you know, God is not listening. He does not hear me. I've been praying for this certain thing for six months, a year, six years, whatever it may be. Like, just hold on because God has a plan and his timing is perfect. Um, okay, let me. The fourth question I asked was, other things you do as a family that helps instill the importance of your faith in God? Um, so yes, we attend church regularly, like I had mentioned before. Um, our family, we also, we do a small little family devotional um, almost every night before bed. I know lately it's, we've had some late nights with with sports and all that, um, which I, I know devotionals should come first, but we are human and life gets busy and I know that God understands that, um, but we do more times than not, we do a family devotional in the evenings and attend church regularly. We, we pray together. Um, you know, my kids, um, we do like VBS at church. Um, so we, we try to do things together as a family to help grow our faith. And if my kid, kids don't learn anything else in this life, I hope that they learn the importance of having a relationship with Christ and knowing that when they die, that they will live in heaven forever and ever with Jesus. Um, to me, that is literally the most important thing. If I could teach in my kids anything in this lifetime, um, it would be that, that God put us here on earth to be disciples 
for him and to lead other people to his kingdom. Um, so that and to just be kind humans, which is very hard this day and age trying to teach that. But I do hope that that they learn that from Matt and I. I mean, it is so great, isn't it? I'm just so honored that she wanted to um, answer these questions for me and share it with you guys. So we have one last question. Um, it is, do you have a favorite Bible verse? If so, what does it mean to you? Here's the last question. Um, I have a lot of favorite verses in the Bible, but I have to say probably one of my very top ones is Isaiah 40, 31. And that verse says, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Um, when we built our house back in 2016, we um, we picked out some Bible verses to kind of go around and um, write in Sharpie, like on our framing and like our, um, before they started putting the walls in. And that verse is actually over our fireplace. And um, I just, I love that one so much because I feel like, especially this day in time, the world that we're living in is um, we just grow so weary. I feel like we just try to strive, constantly striving for the next thing, the next big thing, the next job promotion, the next, you know, new car, new house or new outfit or whatever it is. It's just, it's, it's just constant striving and it can just grow so, you know, I mean, weary. We just get so weary from it. And I feel like this verse is just saying, you know, hope in the Lord. That is where our hope should be. That's where our focus should be. Hope, hope in the Lord is going to make us soar on wings like eagles. We're going to run and we're not going to grow weary. We're going to walk and we're not going to grow faint because our hope is in the Lord and the Lord is everlasting. So, um, I really love that verse. Um, because it's just kind of a great reminder of where our focus should be. Um, I know it is really hard. I find myself on the daily getting off track and my focus being off of off of Christ and off of the things of heaven. Um, we're human and it's so easy to just get distracted by worldly things and the fame and the, the glory and all the, you know, just things that catch our eye. Um, so it's definitely a struggle on a daily basis, but, um, that verse is just kind of a reminder, reminder, like, Hey, you're growing weary because your focus is on the world. But when your focus and your hope is on the Lord, well, your, your wings are going to soar and you're going to run and you're going to walk and you're not going to be tired. So, um, I think that's all I have. I feel like I've rambled a lot, but, um, I really um, do appreciate Marcy having me on here to talk about my faith. Um, I'm definitely not perfect, um, but I do love the Lord and I do want to um, be a disciple and be a good role model for my kids. And I, you know, I hope that when other people get to know me or 
talk to me or um, engage with me that they do see Christ in me. Um, it's I definitely have work to do. We all do, but um, that it's something great to work towards is to be more like Christ. So um, I think that's all I have. And with that, I will say. Thank you so much, Kelly, again, for being my first podcast uh, interviewee, I think, interviewee, however you say that word. <laughs> um, and I really hope you all enjoyed what she had to say. I know I have some tidbits that I wanted to share that I took out of her in a few parts, um, but the whole thing, I feel like there's so much that we can all learn from Kelly and what she had to share with us. Um, I love how she said that it's not just about going to church. It's about doing more than just that, you know? So it's not just like, oh, I went to church on a Sunday and that's all I need to do for the week. It's so much more than that. And it was kind of reminding me of the time during COVID, you know, people were saying like they felt like they were missing out because they weren't at church with people. Well, church is, yes, a place to come to and, you know, share the word and all that. But church really is everywhere. Church is what you do from what you've learned from God and from at your church and whatnot. So we can be a church in quotes really anywhere. Cause that's what sharing the word of God and sharing our faith. So I love that she said that too. Like it's not just Sundays, keep sharing it, you know, do it every day. Um, and to find the time to be still, that is something I definitely need to work on. Um, but I'm actually doing a, um, which I'll share with you a kind of Bible study, um, book and whatnot. And she actually has you like draw and write in it in the journal part. And it's really neat. Like you do have to be still in order to think about what you need to write for her answers and to draw. And I mean, it's not like you have to be an artist, but, um, it's kind of neat. Just like really take that time to stop and do that. Uh, another thing she said about, you know, great place to start, which I really hope if any of you want to read the Bible is to go to the Psalms. Psalms, there's like a quick read, you know, like she had said, and it is neat. Like sometimes I like to just open it up and, you know, go to the Psalm section and I just kind of flip through without, you know, just open the page. And there's always something that catches one Psalm that I'm like, oh, wow. And, it, it, you know, every single time. So try that out. That's really neat. Um, and about how she said to reach out to people to hear about their testimony. So, I like to ask people that. I'm pretty sure I asked um, Kelly that one day at the pool or at the beach one of those times that I said, so what, you know, she had talked about um, her kids going to her parents' church for VBS because we were talking about our church's VBS and whatnot. And we kind of just went from there. And I said, so what else do you do with your church, you know? And I think that's neat to be able to like ask someone and talk about that and learn like kind of what they do and get inspiration from them. I love how Kelly said about for all of us to be disciples for God, to teach our children to be disciples for God, to hopefully help others learn how to be disciples for God, and to be kind humans. That is just, I mean, for the love of Pete, you know? <laughs> In this world, it is just so, so hard a lot of times for these kids and for us as parents. But if we could just be kind, if we could start with teaching the kindness and bring that back into our world, what a difference it's going to make. We're not going to fix everything. We can't. It's been too long. 
But it starts in our home, guys. It starts with teaching our children the right values. Start being kind, right? Um, another thing is, and this is so true, how she really, you know, hit the nail on the head with this one about they're always, we are always constantly striving for the next, for more. We are all guilty of that, you know? Um, and I feel like in the, this day and age too, it's a norm for our kids, which is kind of hard. You know, they're always like, oh, okay, we did this now into the next because we're, you know, involved in so many things. And that's not how we want it to be, you know, because then we are like missing out on what we could and supposed to be doing from God because we're always jumping from one to the next. We're always striving. It's great to strive for something, but also to slow it down. And to place hope in the Lord. That's all, all we have sometimes with situations that arise in our lives is hope in the Lord. It's just, I don't know, when I say that out loud, it's almost like your shoulders relax and you kind of get a contentment with it. Just hope in the Lord. A simple, powerful statement and truth. So, and I had said this about her um, when I, you know, introduced her to you guys about seeing Christ in her. I think that's great. I think that's something we all should strive for is that we can have others see Christ in us by being the good humans, by showing that we have hope in the Lord, by not just doing one thing on Sundays, by being the disciples of God and doing all things for the good of the Lord. So those are just a few things that I got out of it. I know you can get as much out of it as well. So again, thank you. Thank you, Kelly, so much for being my first interviewee. I hope I'm saying that right. And I hope you all enjoyed.